You're listening to the Horses, Hats, and Bourbon podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we are taking a trip to the Southern Lakes region of Kentucky. My guest is Leslie Eckert, Director of Tourism for the City of Somerset. This area is home to the largest lakes in the state with more shoreline than most coastal cities. And as Leslie explains, you can really design your own outdoor adventure here, whether it's a couple, a family, a small or a large group, you can really customize it to what you want to do. And then when you want to venture off the lake, this area is really beginning to boom with a number of vineyards. It's also a home to a new distillery that's coming called Horse Soldier Bourbon, and it's a big one. It's an amazing place to be. Uh, I'm from Somerset, and so I think it's it's like if you're from Florida, you're used to having all the great things in your backyard, and you don't realize till you go out Um somewhere else you realize wow I live in an amazing place that's why all these people come come to my hometown um so Lake Cumberland it's one of the largest it's the ninth actually largest man-made lakes in the country it has over 45,000 acres of man-made lake it is on a shoreline that has a cliff setting and it's it's a -a one-of-a-kind setting actually um it's got 1200 miles of shoreline which is more than the state of Florida not coastline but shoreline it's crazy I mean it's Um, you hear so much about, you know, the Ozarks and going out there. And I think, whoa, yes. wait, a minute, wait a minute about here. Yes, that's right. And people, Kentucky is the juxtaposition of where we are. So we are right off 20 minutes off of highway or Interstate 75. And so we're kind of in the middle. I feel like the middle, the epicenter, you know, Michigan's above us, Florida's below us. And so it's kind of a good place for everybody to come together. And so I think that's, that's an, it's an easy drive. We're a drivable day. You can get to any part from Kentucky to Florida in a day, and you can also get Kentucky to Michigan in one day. And so there's not a lot of states you can't necessarily drive, you know, to California in a day. So I think because of where we are located, that makes us very easily accessible to all of our surrounding states. And so that's, you know, that's an easy thing. I think more than ever when COVID happened, so many people that have always did go to a certain location, it kind of opened their eyes, well, where can I go in Kentucky? And so even some of our fellow Kentuckians, you know, again, it's it's back to what you take for granted because it's in your backyard. Actually getting out to our state parks and getting to our lakes within our state and starting to realize how much outdoor adventure we have right here and you can, you know, you could do it in a safe way. Um, Compared to our bigger cities in Kentucky, our region actually continued to do well throughout COVID because of our outdoor adventure component. You could be on the lake and be safe and still be with your family. You could rent a cabin. You could do all, you camp. You could do all kinds of things that kept your family safe. And again, as, as we get out of that area and where more can be around more people and we've you know, there's been more vaccinations and all those things. You can be around more people and you can also do that as well. So it's something for everyone. And it's, you know, for the most part, the budget can be whatever you want it to be. You know, you can go and like I said, bring all your materials, rent a $25 campsite and have a great weekend. Or you can go rent a nice Airbnb on the lake and rent a boat and a houseboat and ski and have a great time. It all up, yes. So there's something for everyone. And there's not a lot of places I don't think that can say that. You know, and two, um, I'll touch on Lake Cumberland. What I think is, it, it's like a city. 
There's just mm-hmm. about everything that you want there. And I'm always, I always tell people when they do visit, mm-hmm. I'm always stunned by the amount of amenities that are at, like once you're there, you mm-hmm. can, honest to God, you can stay paddle boards, yeah. houseboats to restaurants on the water. I, I right. think it's just more than, I think people would think, well, maybe it's just a dock. Oh no, it's a dock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a no, dock. It, yeah. And each, each community, each marina, it's kind of, it's like you said, it's kind of like its own little town. It operates on its own. One of the, I mean, there's so many new conveniences now. I know just a typical person that's coming down for the weekend, they've rented a houseboat. You can have, you can call Kroger, you can call delivery service. You can order your groceries. You can have them be delivered at a certain time. You can get a caterer to come. You can get a private chef to come. You really can create whatever it is you want. You can have fresh linens delivered. You can have uh, pizza broad. I mean, you can have any of those things, anything that you could get anywhere else you can get right here on Lake Cumberland uh, through different partners and various businesses, private sector that we all work with. But, you know, sky's the limit. Again, create that option. I know one of our Airbnbs here in town just the other day uh, was talking about for no other reason at all. There was a couple that had rented um, an Airbnb for two nights. Um had a great time, had a private chef come in. They had somebody come in the next day and do a spa day. And they said they just were here to relax, that they'd heard such great things. They wanted to stay close to home from Cincinnati. And they they found the place, loved it. And they just wanted to be here. And they, you know, after that, they said, we're going to tell all of our friends. This oh, wow. was so relaxing. It wasn't as much, you know, I we didn't know what we were going to come into because we've never been here. Yeah. So we didn't know what to expect, but you all have every service, every in a minute amenity. Um, and then there's that thing of the Southern hospitality. Not everybody has that. Again, where we're from here, we think everybody's like that. Um, you know, welcoming if even when I have a festival and my band members get out and they've come in from California or New York and we hug them as soon as they get here and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> You're our friend now. We love you. So I think those are the things that we just take for granted. We treat people how they want to be treated. And when you do that, and again, it's, they know it's genuine. We really do. We really are excited. They want to come back. They want to come back for more of that. Yeah. So they're like, oh, I felt special there. Oh, I had a great memory there. Oh, I had a great time. Oh, I met these people. Oh, gosh, you're all so nice. I mean, we just hear it over and over whether people come in for fishing. People come in for houseboating. People come in for festivals and events. They all say the same thing. So I think that's that special thing that, that make people want to keep coming back. And, you know, when you think about Lake Cumberland, I know there's communities, what we talked about. So if you go to a marina, people be on A-Doc, C-Doc, B-Doc. And it's like they're all become family-like. And, you know, when the summer's over and they'll all communicate. So when we do travel shows, we've just had those and we'll promote you know, coming to Lake Cumberland, telling people about Lake Cumberland if they haven't been here before. And one of the things they'll, they'll run into each other and they'll say, well, so-and-so's going to be there this week. And so we're all going to get together and we're all going to make a special coming down in the winter anyway. We, you know, they just become families. And so those are the generations of things people will talk about. Oh, Somerset. I've been going there since my grandpa took me when I was three. And it's just those stories again, over and over. We keep hearing that same story about it feels like home. We talk a lot about Lake Cumberland because it's the most obvious, the largest. But mm-hmm. what are some of the other hidden gems that for people thinking, okay, I, you know, I don't know if I want 
that big, that many people, that high, right. you know what I mean? I want right. Maybe I want something more off the beaten path. It's still a good size, but where is something where you would recommend like a little bit more privacy? Okay. So I, I, my, my mind can, tends to go to outdoor adventures. So, I mean, if you, you think about the big lake, the opposite of that is some of our Brook, Buck Creek River. So that's kayaking. We have a great service here where they literally will give you every single, they'll get you cell phone covers, they'll give you a life jacket, they do your kayak, they give you lessons, they send you on your way, they do all the work. You go down a four hour cruise and they pick you up, they take, they do all the work again and you're on your way. And the, it's minimal like $30 fee. So, and, and you're like, you feel like out you're on a safari, you're going through there, the trees are lying over you, you feel like some theme music's going to come on <laughs> from a movie set. You're like, I'm, I'm taking notes. Now, what is it again? Magical. Yeah. So it's called Buck, Buck Creek Outfitters. Um, and it's, it really, it's, I don't, it's hard to describe, but it's just the most, com- you could do it by yourself. You can do it with groups of friends. They have X amount of kayaks available for you. You can book in advance. Um, you can do those, you know, and, and he'll even tell you, maybe it doesn't, maybe you book it two weeks ahead and you're coming in and it's not rain for a week. So the water's a little bit low. He'll say, you know, I'm going to give you a rain check and I'm going to give you just like great to work with you as far as weather we can't predict, of course, but you know, just those custom touches that almost treating you like family mm-hmm. and for a great price, but it's a whole different experience. You're still in the water, but it's that centering that happens while you're out there it's that peaceful reset it feels like a reset I think that's the best way to say it um but it's completely different experience um then we've got all kinds of just unique boutiques that have come in downtown new eateries downtown those are things that are really starting to pop up um a big trend still in travel is people want to vacation and live like a local that's their thing. Where do the locals go? Where do the locals eat? Where's the hole in the wall place that has the best, you know, <coughs> fish sandwich or steak, or I want the best burger or, you know, those are the type of things people come into town and they're like, I want to live like you do. Where do I go? Where do I shop? You know, what's a, you know, those little secrets. And I think tourism directors are a great option for that. It's always a free service. You can email them every county has one it's some you know in our we have a county michelle allen takes care of our entire county and then i take care of the city but we also work together but almost every county has someone and you can always google that county or that city check out their um website look at the pictures pictures you know speak a thousand words but reach out to your tourism directors and just get that say say what you want to do. Let them tell you, because they're usually from there or have lived there for a while and are great representatives to be able to tell you, hey, this is what you can do today or this is what you can do for the weekend. This is what you can do for this time of year. Of course, different times of the year, there's different neat things to do. Um, You know, we've got a local brewery. One of the exciting things that we are getting ready to have that we haven't had before is we're getting ready to get a distillery. We just broke ground on that. Um, It's called Horse Soldier Bourbon. We broke ground on that uh, back in October and they hope to start building this spring. It'll be a two to three year project build, but it will be unlike anything Kentucky's ever seen. It will be a destination of its own. Horse Soldier Bourbon um, was originated from the men that went in after 
they were the guys that went in, ended up going on horse horses to go in to fight the Taliban, to take that on right after 9-11. And so those same guys are actually the guys that have started Horse Soldier Bourbon. And so they made a movie about them, 12 Strong. And so from that movie, you get a glimpse of what their story was. Once they retired, they wanted to still feel, you know, they, they're a brotherhood, of course, to go through those experiences. Um, they decided, what, what's our next adventure? And so they went backpacking, a few of them did, across different parts of other countries, this country, and they, they came back with a product saying, we're going to learn how to make bourbon. Awesome. And wow. so they did that. And so now um, they've, they've got their flagship that is in um, St. Pete, Florida. And then this will be the one where they're actually transitioned to have everything will be centered here. So they'll have an amphitheater area to have live concerts. They'll have weddings, um, higher end shopping, the lodging uh, component on that. They will have the distillery tour. They'll have um, a veterans area memorial there. I mean, it will really be something for everybody. Families will be able to come, wedding chapel, that's something else that's there. But to be able to have something like that, and it will sit on the lake. So we'll have the overview of Lake Cumberland. So it really ties everything together and it brings in that international customer um, visitor that wants to come and explore and, and find out about our region and our area and the uniqueness of Kentucky. That's the thing about bourbon that, you know, they did so well. Bourbon did great in Kentucky, even during COVID. Yeah. And it's just like every place throughout um, the state up their game, mm -hmm. right? And it's just like, what can we do to, to make this experience sound right. unreal? We call that in tourism where we call that bourbonism. Yes. So we can, most of us can speak that of some sort. We at least have a bourbon story, even if we don't drink the, the history of it and the culture of it. And again, that pride that comes with knowing our four, you know, our past generations were started that. And to be able to tell those stories that relate generation to generation, I think that's, again, what connects us in the pride of Kentucky. And again, it always comes back to Southern hospitality. The Horses Had Some Bourbon podcast brought to you by Kentucky Tourism. Horses, bourbon, and the great outdoors. That's Kentucky. Original, majestic, and wide open. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your road trip at KentuckyTourism.com. But even to see vineyards in that region, right? Like some people like right. uh, going to get bourbon and then others, it's been really just exciting to see uh, the number of vineyards that have popped up. Yes, we have one. Uh, we have several. Cave Hill Vineyard is one of our, our bigger ones, and they, they're always a part of our downtown festivals. Um, they are have a unique service, many many weddings out there, uh, private events out there, and it's, so it's a unique experience where you can go out there, have spend a day, uh, learn about how they do what they do, try their product. It's 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 really neat, and again, you can that's something you could do with friends. That's something you could do as a couple. That's something you could do on your own. Uh, you know, reaching out to those people. Everybody's got a website now, our Facebook page. You can't you have any trouble again, back to getting in touch with that tourism director and, and letting them help navigate you on where to go. Uh, one of the things I will mention is one of the unique things that we've done since 2019, we, we got a new mayor, Mayor Alan Keck, and he really had a vision for revitalization downtown. You know, we, we have over 4 million visitors 
visitors a year on Lake Cumberland. Four million visitors a year, which is more than a the lot Grand for Canyon. a tiny little town, right? Yeah, it's more than the Grand Canyon, and so that's it's mind blowing, but it's it's accurate data. Um, but if you take on all of those things, it's still not for everyone. I mean, the lake's beautiful, but not everybody wants to go out on the lake. Um, and some people do, but they still want to they want to try something else. And so, um, Mayor Keck thought it was very important to bring us back to our roots and revitalize downtown. It didn't need to just be, you know, businesses. It needed that lifeblood, that community again. And so we we started with a whole new branding. We rebranded our town. We started with murals and art that was telling our local story. Uh, through a tourism lens, but also with the pride of the community that backed it up. And so there's several murals now. If you look in my office, this is all local art. It wraps all the way around all four walls. Um, just different components of, of really getting artists that were already here, but highlighted in a new and a different way. We started three new festivals every year, so community can come in. Uh, they're downtown. You know, you can be the single mom that's got three kids and pack lunches before you come in, spend the day listening to free music and leave and not spend a dollar. You can also be the person that has, you know, traveled in from Michigan or somewhere and you've, you've rented this big house and you want to come spend some money and shop with our vendors and try the bourbon and you want to listen to some great music, you can spend money. So it's something for everybody. It's something from little children up to as old as you can feel like getting out. Um, it's something for everybody. And I think in this day and time, it's hard to get anything for free to begin with, but then to have something that, you know, it's relatable, it's for families, it's for older people, it's for singles, it's for everyone because it's that community and people here love it. And there's that, that, that pride that happens while you're here, but then our tourists get to see it too. So again, it's that connection, that relatability, the telling the story and that connection that happens. And again, you just wanna to continue to come back. And so those are unique experiences that our artists have been able to open up. We have um, during the festivals, each art or each event has a live art component. So while you're listening to the music, you get to see through all different, you know, each artist is different. And so they're portraying what they see or what they're feeling through the art and people are you know all ages are sitting there watching them and just fascinated to see you know how their minds working what they're creating what are you doing uh, you know different artists will be like you can help me you know it's just very it's just interesting it's just interesting and it's not something you see every day but again it ties you to that story it ties you to somerset and so i think that's that's a un unique thing we have also summer nights cruise which is a they're going into their third decade of events that's a we are the they are the classic car cruise capital of kentucky it's the largest cruise going on in kentucky it's um like i said starting off their 30th uh year which is just incredible for an event to go on that many years to begin with but this past year i just got some information they had over six thousand different vehicles at some at different times it's it's april through october always the fourth weekend of each month it's a free event as well. And so you can come through there again, bring your family. You can walk through there, see all kinds of different, each month is a different theme. You might have Mustangs one month, Corvettes one month. You'll still have some other vehicles, but it's neat to see the Batmobile or diff different things, you know, kids getting pictures with things. Um, it's just that excitement. And then you see again, that generational something for everybody. You've got an older man talking to this young boy about when this was my car, you know, 
my grandpa's car and I've restored it and you know the stories and how it's relatable and really even if you're not a car person it's something fun to do it's something fun and safe to do with your family your friends or by yourself um, and I think there's not a lot of places where you can do all that there's just so many opportunities to spend what you want to spend or not spend what you want to spend and get out and have all these options available but still be in a in a small town and have that feel and uh why is pulaski county's park different from other counties that was something that michelle had talked about uh to, to talk about pulaski county i mean mine and her answer might be different i, I want to say it's 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 the people and it's the pride the pride and the connection that we have with our fellow neighbor um the closeness of where we went to Somerset schools, there's 400 people in the whole school. I can tell you who I went to kindergarten with, I graduated with. So that connectivity, same in the county schools, you know everyone. And so if you, there's just something about if somebody needs anything in this community, that connectivity, that I'm here to help, feeling instantly, you know that you're never alone. I think that is something I really have had our visitor mention that they could see it, they could feel it. Those things happen quite a bit. Um, and people just seem to be blown away by, by that. Again, the kindness, the way we treat people, the closeness of our community, um, and just how welcoming we are. I think that makes us very unique. You know, we talk a lot about urbanism and the, the personal stories and the things that are attached to the tourism industry. You know, I'm just curious about what are you passionate about? Because you are so passionate about what you do. What is your backstory that brought you um, to tourism? Well, my story's a little bit different. I was, we were raised in the coal business, five generations. And uh, on the side, we I flipped houses. That's kind of the thing I did. As the housing market started to crash years ago, I kind of was like, what else could I do? And so we built an event venue. I've always liked to host and our family's always been just naturally hospitable. And I love to, I always say produce. I like to make a beautiful spread and then sit back and watch everybody else, you know, ooh and all over it and just happiness. Cause where can you go and create a happy moment for somebody? You know, I could see people be stressed out or whatever and they'd come in that venue and I could see the stress go away. You know, I would have the Frank Sinatra on, the lights dimmed and everything needed to feel good because life's stressful enough. We don't need to come in here and be stressed. So let's sell happiness and let's be happy because life's too short not to be. Um, so that was a passion for several years. Um, and then my the coal business went out. And so it was time to pivot. Um, I found myself as a single mom of three. And so I was got to figure this out. So I went downtown to our mayor at that time. And I said, you don't have a city event coordinator, you need one. He's like, no, we don't need you, one. Like, Look at you. Yeah. Wow. I was like, um, mamas, will, mamas will do anything yes. <laughs> to wow. take care of their babies. So uh, I went in there and he's like, I don't think so. I will say for six months, for every month, I made a new appointment and I kept going back to Sam for six months. And on the sixth month, he finally said, okay, I'll hire you. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to do, but whatever you, okay, we'll figure it out. So he hired me and, and off the bat, it was the first week and he said, okay, 
we're going to do this big fireworks show and we're going to have the whole community out. It's going to be at our water park, which we have a great summer splash water park is what it's called. And uh, you're going to produce this big show, the music show. It's like, now okay. they know they need you. <laughs> now they know. <laughs> like, okay. So week one, I came in hot. And so we just, it just has kept evolving and evolving. And I will say it's just been to another level of fun and satisfaction once Mayor Keck got here because he and I had the same vision. We were on the same page. Yeah. I didn't have to sell him on anything. He was already there. He already had that vision. And he allowed me, go do it. Go, you know, here's my vision. I know what you're good at. Go do it. And he really is good at empowering each of our team members to do what they're passionate about. And so again, any kind of work can sometimes be stressful. Planning these festivals are kind of made, you know, they're just a lot of stress. You want things to be right. But the moment those festivals come together and you look out on the crowd and everybody's smiling, there's that happy again. You're not worried about what's going on. You're not stressing about this or that. You're happy in that moment. And to to have the privilege of to, to be able to put some of that together, just a small part of it, is the most rewarding thing that I don't know how you couldn't be passionate about it. Um, but that really has become my true passion is, is the pride that I have being from here, the pride that I have in people asking me about summer stuff, you know, no matter what it is, if it's want to go outside, if I want to go to a restaurant, whatever it is, I'm excited to tell them. I was like, Oh gosh, you've got to go here and you got to go here. And Michelle is the same way. I mean, she's from here as well. And, um, well, she's not from here. She's, she's got a background. Her, her dad was in the military, so they got to travel all around the world. But once she came as high school, she's like, this is my home. Um, and she's been here. So 20 some plus years. And so again, our stories are different, but once you come here, it, it's like your home. And so I think that makes you have, be passionate about it. I think the the community, community members and the great things that you see here, you just, I don't know if there's any better place to be. Well, that's why you have visitors coming from all around the world and all, you know, descending yeah. upon this area yeah. for that yeah. level yeah. of experience, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And finally, where can everybody go if they want to get in touch with you or, or get more information to start planning their trip? Okay. All of our, our information is on C Somerset, S-E-E, Somerset.com. And that tells our website. It also links to Michelle's website, which again covers the entire county. And hers is lctourism.com. So like Lake Cumberland, lctourism.com and csomerset.com. That's that's the first place to start. But, you know, we have surrounding counties that also we have Lake Cumberland borders five counties. So we're Pulaski. Uh, but there's, still, you know, you mentioned Russell County. You've been You've vacationed there before, and that's a great partner of ours. We all work together. We do promote regionally. Um, you know, we want you to come to Somerset, but, you know, if you want to go visit Russell County, that's great. We're just glad to have you in our area. What tends to happen is people will come and stay here in Somerset, and they might take it, you know, hey, we want to see the region. We want to go to Cumberland Falls, which is in Macquarie County. It's a 25-minute drive. That's a, you know, you can go to Stearns, which is also in Macquarie County, the railroad. And you can see that, I mean, those there's things that are close enough and you can still land back here, have dinner here. We consider ourselves the capital of Lake Cumberland as far as our region, because we're more the city. We're more the city where, where the shopping, the restaurants, all the things to do are. But what, what's unique is we have that outdoor adventure. We have Pulaski Park, you know, I know, like I said, with the travel shows, we were just asking people, 
you know, they were buying campers and boats at the travel show. And they're like, we're, you know, we want something that's close. And we would say, we have Pulaski Park, which is a huge park. It's open to everyone. You can put your camper up and on the same flat area, you can, you can load your boat right into the water. Wow. And they were like, oh, we didn't know you had that. So there's literally something for everyone here. And I think that's what sets us apart. You know, you can, you can go two miles out and rent a cabin and feel very primitive and you're still on the lake, or you can go two minutes out here downtown and be in an Airbnb and you're right in the middle of downtown and have a completely different experience. So I think that that's kind of what separates us from our region is that we have that city, more options, more feel for that, but we also allow the primitive option too, if you, if that's what you're looking for. All right, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time. Well, thank you. And thank you so much for reaching out to Somerset and letting us talk a little bit about who we are and what we do. A special thank you to my guest, Leslie Eckert, for uh, speaking with me on this podcast. I really enjoyed this discussion. If you would like more information or you want to start planning your Kentucky adventure, just go to KentuckyTourism.com. Have a great week, everybody. Cheers. <music>